So I said, well, you knew what's really going on now. This cow is always empty. There's no milk that she's coming with when we really have a lot with the others. So I said, no, please, make sure just to follow this particular cow. How she's going through the day. If somebody's coming and doing, just make sure. So the fellow was just watching all day long. Nothing unusual happened. But as the sun gets dark, sunset coming, and they're ready to go back to the house, this cow just run slowly, moved away from the big herd, get into a little bushy area, and she stand there spreading her legs. And a big snake, kind of a cobra, and came starting just milking. You know, immediately just you know, took everything, and then suddenly the cow went finished, job done, she just came and joined. And the, the shepherd was watching that. He was amused. He said, How in the world? This is unheard of, unseen. How this is going to happen? There's something, you know. So he came home, he said to his master, you know, to the lamb, he said, Well, I watched all day long, it was okay, but as we were ready to come to the house, this cow just went to a bushy place and a big cobra, kind of a cobra snake, came and just you know, get all the milk. And suddenly she joined and then we are here. So the owner said, you know, well, this is just unheard of. He was just unheard He said, how in the world is this happening? So what shall we do? He, 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 he was troubled the whole night. He says, I don't think I'm not going to keep this cow. I have to do something. I mean, she's there, you know, to give milk for the family, for the farmer, and also milking, um, giving milk, you know, to her calf. So they will benefit a lot. But now she says, you know, this cow has to be slaughtered and just been for meat, that's all. No more. They decide. And the story ends there. So the title I just gave is what? It was really amazing. An appropriate friendship. An appropriate friendship or relationship. I mean, I really want you just to see. I mean, we're going to see some text go with it, you know. So, the, anyway, the word got, you know, immediately into that city. I mean, news was about that on radio, on papers. So they wrote that and everybody was just, you know, amazed. I mean, what has really happened, you know? So they said, it's you an know, unholy friendship. They said on the, on the paper, on, on the news, unholy friendship. Look, the farmer was just, you know, expecting this cow to have more calves, and then you'll get, you know, more milk every time, and then you're going to prosper. But now, due to this unheard, which is not really just, you know, been seen before, happened, he says, you know, I need to get rid of this car. You know, there is a lot we're going to learn from this. How we have been friended with people. If, in fact, even with the lost people. Even with some believers. We need to be very careful. We are not really hating those people. But what we hate is you know, their bad action of life, style, 
lifestyle, their weaknesses. We don't like that. I mean, we, we are not going to take part in that. We need to love them. We need to teach them. We need to kind of abide, I mean, just hold on them for the case of the truth. But we still don't hate what they're already doing. So we have to be very uh, careful on this. So uh, this true story, they said it was true story, is going to teach us something. You know, our holy God set us aside. Dear family of the Lord, our holy God set us aside to live God-pleasing life. God-pleasing life. Yes, we commit sin. We are saved sinners. But we have this holy God has given us in His Holy Spirit to convict us, mm -hmm. to make a turn from our weaknesses. We need to be very careful every day, every direction of our life, everything we do, everything we say, everything we act on. We have to say, is this pleasing God? And do I really inside, I mean, feel that I'm really walking with the Lord? We have to ask. So, for his, and, and also this God-pleasing life is for his kingdom and his glory. Yes. Man is created to worship God. Mm -hmm. As you were just, you know, a minute ago, when Justin had this song. Mm -hmm. If you just simply throwing words, it would be in vain. But if really singing it, you know, with understanding, led by his spirit, that means we're giving glory to God. And God with the angel says, you know, wow. My children are just praising me. Yeah, yes. He says, yes, they are just praising me. He said, you know, they knew why I just, you know, created them. They knew how, you know, I called them, you know, my children. So today, are we really serious about faith in Jesus? Or we feel kind of good and comfortable and say, hallelujah, and then we go home. It's beyond that. We are on this planet is for his glory. The first thing, just giving glory in love. And then after that, we take you know, the great commission of going and sharing and telling the goodness of Jesus Christ. But how many of us are dead enough today to witness you know, about Jesus at what place? Especially in this country, this one I just noticed, you know. I used to come, you know, I started coming in 2000, so every two years, you know, I just make a trip and I just go around you know, and I see. For some reason, uh, we all feel comfortable, you know, to open our mouths and just share the love of Jesus to the lost one. Probably I may be wrong, but I've really witnessed that, truly. Or probably we may left this job, you know, to the pastors. They say, oh, this is their job, you know, let them just, you know, they, of course they are doing their best, as much as they can. But we need to be a pastor to an evangelist and a pastor to the lost, wherever we are. Yeah, because when the enemy gets deep down our heart, you know, he's going to drain you know, all the gifts that the Lord has given us. Just as this cow just gave herself to the snake, and then he took all the milk, drained everything. So she just went home, you know, just, you know, and, and the, the owner was very disappointed because he was expecting, you know, to get the milk. And finally, that unappropriate friendship or relationship caused her death. Finally, the owner says, you know, I'm not going to keep her anymore. So, today, how do we see ourselves? 
Please, so, I mean, if you read like the first Thessalonians, first Thessalonians 2, uh, 11 and 12, as you know how we exalted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12. Let's just pay attention to what Paul's really teaching us. I want you not just to get one thing, you know, today, just to make sure you, we all are, or you are kind of listening and obeying and acting. Well, this days, you know, I mean, we have a lot of theologians, a lot of, I mean, in trillions, millions of uh, Christians, they know the Bible from Genesis to uh, the end, Revelation. But very many times it stays like a head knowledge, a head knowledge. This head knowledge has to be translated to our faith action. It has to, otherwise you won't do anything, you know. Yeah. Even Satan knows God exists, but that will be, yeah. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every time like we go into the countryside, I'm telling you, when we just pray with people for this demon just to you know, reveal, he says, Oh, you guys, you know, just came. He says, No, not us. It's Jesus. Jesus, his spirit. Who's just you know residing in us is gonna cast you out. And then say, in Jesus' name go. And go, oh. But neither God exists. So we believers today, how do we really act? How do we really make you know, a faith move? So all this fear and frustrations, why don't we just give it to Jesus and even put it under the cross and just walk by faith? And try to him. The lost world, the world is just dying. How many lost people we know, even in our own home, that we just are afraid not sharing the gospel with them? We said, oh, you know, he's a grown-up. He knows. Well, yes, at the age of 60, I'm coming to 67 now. I'm still a baby to God. He's just seeing me like his babies. Yes, I'm older guy, you know, with lots of hair. I mean, uh, gray hair. But he's still seeing me as his people. But we say, oh, he's a grown-up. You know, he's a well, I mean, that's it. come on. We are called to be salt and light. Are we really proving this, guys, folks? Are we really showing this in love by faith? No. Well, we try to fix our own problem on our own. We have tried it so many times that we are still even trying. Even in the future, we're going to try. Let's drop that game. Let's just give it to the Lord. Yes, let's put it under the cross. Yeah, he's the one who could fix everything. Yes, and he has his spirit. He has given us his spirit just to convict us. My, like when we witness to people, my part is to tell that man he needs a savior. Right? And then the Holy Spirit, you know, is going to give you the conviction. To the guy who's hearing. And that person, his part is to say yay or nay. Whatever. One of the two. So I have to do mine. Leave it to the Lord. 
God. And then God is going to... I am telling you, there's a guy that came to know the Lord after seven years. You know, we're already praying for him. He's my friend. Seven, total seven years. Finally, this man, he was a, he's a physician. And then he came to America, to the land of plenty here. Here. And then he was just, you know, I mean, getting big money and like that. Every, for those, I mean, we were there before he left, you know, it was two years. And then after five years or together, seven years, one day I got a call. And I said, who? He says, Dr. Jaman. I said, hmm. Oh, I recall now, because I wrote his name. He says, you know, all those years, you know, you were telling me about the Lord and was rejected. He says, but last Sunday, I met Jesus. I said, praise the Lord. Yeah, I met Jesus. So our part is not twisting someone's arm. Even God is not doing that. He's a loving God, right? Yes, he's a loving God. Because he created us, you know, for his glory. Yeah, and then we get the benefit of his joy deep down here. The benefit of his joy. So here's the passage, he says, you know, here Paul says, as you know, how we exalted and confronted and charged every one of you as a father does his own. He says, how much we have just labored, you know, teaching you, lifting you up to the Lord for one main, for one cause, for one reason. That you would walk worthy of God. Worthy of God. Do we really feel this truth deep down into our soul? Or we just say, oh, yeah, 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 the Bible says so. Yeah, it's good. Uh-huh. Yes, it is good. <coughs> but we have to really make a faith move every day. Whatever we do, wherever we are, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. This is his idea or a plan, called us, you know, to himself. He called us to himself. We were just, you know, he just, I mean, God said, while we were sinners, we see his love. He's given his son to die on the cross. And then after the third day, you know, he rose again. Now, he's sitting by the right hand of the Lord and interceding for us. It's just amazing. He did not finish it. I mean, he finished everything, but still, you know, he has a job for us just interceding. So, do we really understand this in what he's really interceding in behalf of us? He says, watch them. Give them, you know, wisdom. Take care of them, Lord. And for the lost, let my children go and tell them. I'm going to give them a wisdom, but we have ears, we have mind, we have everything, but we sleep on it. So, how do we really lead? How do we really go on? So, and then uh, we will see, like First uh, Peter, another First Peter, two seventeen. First Peter. I mean, you knew this passage very well. Mm. But you are a chosen generation. A chosen generation. It's amazing. A royal priesthood. A holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness to into his marvelous what? 
life. I chose it. So, I mean, it's good. I mean, we feel good in what we read this, you know. But it is beyond that. We have to really get deep down into our soul. So today, 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 I mean, when we see our generation, including ourselves, do we really get this idea of a chosen generation? Uh -huh. A chosen people? For what? I mean, still, you know, there's one reason. You may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness. He chose us. He gave us this everlasting life. He gave us everything we need. Especially you Americans. You have a lot and plenty. But I don't know how much you really praise the Lord for this gift of the Lord. In fact, many of the leaders kind of a waste, or you think like it just happened, you know. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But do we really see ourselves to proclaim his name? To be a holy nation, to be his own special people, not only his creation, but special people purchased by his blood. The whole world is created by his hand, by his will. And all men, all women, but we believers have been purchased by his amazing blood that's shed on us. By faith. So we are different than the lost people. Because we have that joy. We have that God in us. We have that spirit who's going to lead us. We have that amazing gift of the Lord, you know, meeting all our needs, probably not our wants. We have to know the, our needs and wants. Our wants, you know, just very, but our daily needs, what do we need? Daily food. But here, you know, I don't know how I can explain. You have more than you need, to be honest. More than you need. Because of him. Because of his blessings. So, here, when we said we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. That means each and every one of us are a priest. Not only Pastor Nikki, or just to a pastor, but I am a priest. You, especially in the New Testament. We are a pastor. Everywhere we go, the first place, the first church is home. The first church is home, not here. So are we really pastoring? Are we really just sharing his love, you know, inside our home? Are we really practicing? Praying and fasting? Teaching and encouraging? For people, you know, to know the Lord every day, to walk with the Lord, instead of just, you know, giving names and criticizing, you know, when someone is just, you know, sliding back. Do we really do our job? Do we really know? This great knowledge of the Lord and walk by faith, not by sight. Today we are here not just to feel good, it's more than that. In fact, I want to just, you know, to really feel inside and just read, oh Lord, you spoke to me, so I have to make a U-turn to you. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is ahead of us. 
It is today we know. Yesterday passed. Probably there'll be a lesson we're gonna learn from yesterday. But we stand on tomorrow and able to see today and then see tomorrow. But it is today we need to prepare ourselves to really come closer to his living word. Every day, please. Very many of us probably maybe we're gonna pick our Bible just maybe on Sunday morning or Wednesday night. Some other times we read, you know, other books. Okay, it's okay. Watch television, it's okay. But do we give priority to our soul? Are we really feeding? Are we really feeding our soul daily? Really giving glory to God? Do we really feel there are lost of people around? Do you see all these queues or just empty? You see, we need people to benefit this. I believe, you know, when the first people who just built this church and have all these pews, they have something in mind. This is going to just, you know, overflow, right? And even you guys, you know, I, I, I believe, you know, a day is going to come. But we have to kneel down and cry and do all our best, you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to the lost and these people will just gush into his church. Whatever, it could be here or it could be other place. But I see, you know, things kind of cooling. It's everywhere. Even in my country, the same thing. We're losing people. Instead of even not getting new ones, even we're losing. You already believe it. They're just sliding by. We have to question. Is that maybe our teaching is not really strong? Or are we just kind of, you know, preaching name it and claim it? Or, or really just, you know, feeding our people the right message of the Lord. So, when we see these points, you know, to be his chosen people, to uh, uh, a holy priest, a royal priest, to be a holy nation, to be his own special people, that is to proclaim his name, to speak about Jesus, not about us. No, no, no. Today, some people just preach about their church, probably about their country, about the people they visit. Come on, leave that. Let's just talk about Jesus, who changed everything, you know, from inside to outside. So that's, so, uh, as that poor uh, cow were just, you know, being cooked in a even snake or whatever, and gave, you know, everything good, and then came empty. Today, how are we really see ourselves? Who are our friends? Who are the people that we try? Here, you know, I, I, I really be very careful. You know, we still like those, we still need to love and respect the most people. But what we hate is their their word. Yeah, we have to make clear this. We always need to be alive because Jesus died for the sinners. So who am I to say, oh, give this, just name me, give me name. Uh-uh. 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 The Lord's the, the word of giving us name is, oh, you are just one of Jesus' free. Yes, we are. But we know why we follow Jesus. We have to know this. I know why I'm following this Jesus. He saved my soul. Amen. 
and he is meeting my needs in a very amazing way that I can't put it in words. Even it's because he has given us health now. We are, okay, still we may have some sicknesses, I do too, but I am strong in Jesus. Yes. Every pill I take, I knew his spirit is going to pass through and it's going to give me healing. Not the medicine that the doctor just gave me. I respect doctors. He's using them. Yeah. Yeah, he's using them in a mighty way. But my trust is uh, in him. I said, Lord, this is a pill man made. I'm going to take it. Help me. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Yes. Yeah. So we have to know this. So this inappropriate friendship, which leads to unholy friendship, unholy friendship, and ended her life of that care. For some reason, she get connected. He's been friend for her. So every night she goes run. Means she just allow herself. So we sometimes, you know, knowingly or unknowingly, we hooked up, you know, with some group of people or even with something that the Lord has given us in the wrong way. God blessed us. It's good. We have a lot, you have a lot of money, nice house, nice car. Good. But if you're going to make those things, you know, God, or if you're going to just start you know, worshiping, just say, ah, oh, my house, oh, my car. Good. Uh, uh, we have to be very careful. Always God has to come first. Because he is a giver of everything. He, someday we're going to leave all those things behind. And then we're going to need it. Yes? Yes. But today, he gave us you know, to enjoy it. To the limit. Where we give priority worshiping the Lord. Just thank you Lord for the family you have given me. Thank you, Lord, for the property I own. Thank you, Lord, for the profession I'm in. Because you have given me. And use that, you know, to reach the lost world. So, here, my dear family in the Lord, knowingly or unknowingly, when we get into bad relationship or friendship, many times the enemy use that opportunity to drain, to drain, to take out all good gifts from the Lord and leave us empty or fills us with his evil ideas or la bad lifestyle. When people just, you know, going back, slide back, you know, little by little, little by little, everything is just, I mean, everything is just, you know, that taking out from them the love of the Lord. Even they begin to doubt whether God is exist or not. Even there are some people that say, ah, God is not there. Ah, uh -uh. we need to be very careful. There are people I know being in the church for years, finally due to some things happen in their life, or they make a bad choice, or they're connected with some weird ideas, and then they begin to doubt. Come on. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's not what the Bible is teaching us. Always not to put our trust in Him. No matter what is failing around you, no matter. What's going on? God is God. He's a sovereign God. He's a loving God. Always he gives a second chance to bring his children to himself. We make a mistake. Yes. Yes, we have saved sinners. But we have that Holy Spirit in us who's going to bring us closer to him. And then we have to repent. Every night, I'm telling you, every night before we go to bed, whether you like it or not, we have to kneel down and just confess. And repent the seeds that you've committed that day. Yes. That's a lot. 
Probably you may say, oh, I haven't cheated, I haven't stolen, I haven't said, oh, I'm sure there'll be some bad feelings about someone or some, yeah, that's the sin. I don't want you to sleep with it. Just give it to the Lord. Yeah, he's willing enough to listen and he's going to fill your soul with his joy. And then as soon as you touch the bed, you know, you sleep. Otherwise, you're just back and forth, you know, and says, I don't know what's happened. Well, you knew it. There's something. There's a hidden sin. Yeah. There's verbal abuse. Yeah, sometimes we may say bad, you know, even to our wives or children or neighbor. Or sometimes we can, yeah, God knows, you know. But it won't cost us that much. I mean, I mean, just, you know, a quality two, three minutes. A quality. A quality. Not just, oh, Lord, thank you for very many times when we pray, we say, there we go. Well, the Holy Spirit is just waiting on us you know, to speak. So we are already left, you know. Yes. How many times you drive your car and the Lord speaking to, to you in a very amazing way? If you really be careful. Yeah, very many times. So the best thing to do at that time is just to pull, you know, the edge, and they say, oh Lord, forgive me. Yes, you are speaking to me. Take off. Yeah, so, my dear family, knowingly or unknowingly, we sometimes get into an appropriate friendship or relationship. But God is going to give us a second chance to come back to himself. Because that is how he works in us today. So, today, how is our prayer life? How is our relationship, uh, worship? How is our ministry? How is our love? I mean, you may name it. There are a lot of things in front of us who's kind of guarding us or blinding us. But we speak, says, oh, praise the Lord, God is good. Yes, he is, no doubt. But we have to prove his goodness by walking, by faith, just by sharing you know, his love to others by committing ourselves to be right with him. It's a matter of discipline. It's a matter of discipline. How many times we spend in front of a television? How many times, you know, we just use, you know, a little gadget, you know, just texting and just, you know, going all day long. But, you know, to kneel down and pray five minutes, boy, it's like, you know, climbing a mountain. Yeah, I've seen that myself, you know. So I'm really preaching it to myself too, not only to you. Yeah, I'm really just saying, Lord, help me. Yeah, help me. How many times, you know, you just fast and seek the Lord, his face? Especially in this country, I don't know about fasting, I'm sure many of you have, you know, fasting time. But I encourage you, at least once a week, just maybe quality, like an hour or two hours, yeah, it depends. Take a fast, pray, seek his face, ask and knock, huh? the door is going to open. But probably you have plenty to eat. You have plenty to throw. You may say, oh, I don't need to pray. Maybe people in the third world, you know, because they don't have enough food, they, uh-uh. There are some people just don't think like that. Well, one time, you know, I was in India some years ago, and one American missionary says, you know, well, you know, I, the Lord just told me a lot of things. He says, okay, what? 
He said, well, I was thinking like, you know, now that I have the blessing because you were young. In a few, that's why you were just failing in prayer. I said, well, our Lord said, no, 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 no. The Lord just told me, he said, when there we have plenty of men, we have to be in discipline ourselves yeah. and pray, seek his presence. Not yourself and self, it's easy. But ask to be given to you, right? Ask, seek, you will find it. No, it will be open. But it has to be by faith. No throwing words. No. Uh-uh. 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 So, who we are today? Huh? Our knowledge of God and his living word has to be translated into faith action. So we have to know whom we are acquainted with, whom we are hooked with. Not only people, as I said, you know, properties, even families, or whatever we own, we just have a big connection with that, and then we forget the giver of life. You know, some people, they said, oh, my God, it's just like, you know, everything. Uh-uh. It's not. It's not. Sometimes we just make it like, you know, a big idol. Yes, a big house. A big idol. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. God is our idol. Has to be. God, he's the one. The giver of everything. Every other thing is just, you know, comes, you know, one day, to be, yeah, one day, we're all going to be there with the Father. A day is going to come. We're going to live in what we own, what we have on this planet Earth. Everything remains, but our soul is going to be with the Father. But it is today when we're going to really know Him well, grow by faith, and see where we are really moving, how the Spirit is working in us. And give glory to him and be light and salt to the dying world. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have any other options, dear family in the Lord. Tomorrow, as you go to your office, there are a lot of people who are working with believers and non believers. It's good no, to work with believers and at the same time to non believers. God has a reason why He's just giving us just to share his love by, through his word and by, through the way we live. The way we live is the fifth gospel or the 67th book. The way we live, the discipline we show to people, people who see us, you know, how, we, how we just be in the community, how we really just be very sensitive to meet the needs of people. And they say, ah, ah, yes, this man is truly a follower of Jesus. Because what he's doing is something amazing. Even without speaking, without saying a word, of course, we have to really share the word. So when we get the opportunity, when you have that opportunity, are you bold enough enough to share it? So people that you see they're doing some bad things, I don't want you just to run away from them. What I'm saying is, be influencing their life instead of them influencing you. We need to influence them. Says, hey, come to church. Or here is a literature. Here is a book that I'm going to give you. Christmas, New Year, whatever. Birthday, birthday party, whatever. And says, here is the book that I want you to read. Yeah. And tell me 
what you really see in that book. Yeah, give him a call. You see, otherwise we can be, you know, getting weak, weaker and weaker and weaker. And sometimes we say, even these days, you know, people say, I don't, know, I don't have to go to church because you know you have this technology, everything recorded. So everyone just sits. But where is the fellowship of saints? Physically, like when I see my friend, you know, Craig here, you know, feel happy inside. Just seeing you. Yeah, there is something I learned just by seeing how the Lord is really moving in you. Yes, I, I sense that feeling. So we have to be bold enough, you know, to share this. So we must be aware of what's really going in our life today. Our family. We're losing our youth, losing our family, losing our children. To the dying world, you know it. You're seeing it every day. But we're just afraid, you know, not to say anything. We don't really be serious and pray. Well, we're going to harvest the consequences. We're going to harvest the consequences. I'm telling you. All of us, all of us, this young generation, we are losing the young generation. Even the older generation, some are kind of, you know, saying, Enough is enough. Going back even to the old lifestyle. This is a divorce rate among the elderly people here. Yes, I read, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's outrageous. You, know, you don't believe them. Some people, after living together for, you know, 45, 55 years, they got divorced. It's amazing. Just you think, like, those people are just mature enough to live together, but they're tired of one another. Yeah, so where is, among believers, I'm telling you, among believers, among believers, so where is Jesus? Is it just only in the book that, no, it has to be inside here. So who are our friends? Who are we really just, you know, friended with? How do we, how do we influence others? Yeah, or we have to be very careful how they're influencing us, you know, to the dying world. Many of us say, oh, there is a good job here. Come, join us. We're going to do this. We're going to party. We're going to do this. Gradually, they're just, you know, everything will just be draining out. Draining out. Little by little. Little by little. And finally, we say, they run out of church. But God is good. He's always sharing the children. He has a way to speak to each and every one of us today. He has a way. He, I mean, it's amazing how God speaks and dreams. Even... Even he uses, you know, sickness. Yeah, you're sick, you know, uh, uh, very many times. He says, oh, Lord. He says, uh, I have something to tell you. And I begin to say, yes, Lord. Now I'm not able to go to the countryside because I'm sick. But when I call his name and then take my medicine, and I get the strength. And I say, okay. Another day. So make sure you see yourself. So try to allow him to work in you by faith. Not by emotions. Not by emotions. In good days we have to seek his face. In bad days we have to seek his face. In bad days says, Lord, here I am, I'm struggling with wife. Help me. In good days, yes, you have blessed me. Glory be to you. That's all. Nothing we pay God. Just you know, giving him, you know, a word of our lips. 
that's gonna just you know receive it. You know, God, when he sees his children running out here and there, I feel like you know he says, Oh my son, come. But very many times he says, Oh no, Lord, done with you. Mm -mm. Tell we, tell we that day comes, you know, and goes him. There is a big job here. That's giving glory to him daily. Respecting, loving him, following him. And then after that, as we come and worshiping him, know a whole lot about him, wherever you know to teach and help others. Always you know, we have to read, meditate. Yeah, just not, these days people are just reading their Bible as any kind of novel. Uh-uh. 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 This is a book of life. A book, a book of life. And you have to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the mystery. The same passage you read, always you will get all kind of teaching from the same passage, different things that God will just give you through his Holy Spirit. So it's a very unique book. It's like a GPS of our soul. Even the GPS that you use now sometimes will make a mistake. Right? Yeah, you turn the road, that's it, and then you turn. But this one never, ever, always right. It may seem so hard. It may seem so difficult. But as we abide and make God, you know, our creator, make God our dear friend, make God our husband, make God in our everything, God is going to get all the glory. So, today, are really, really, ready to surrender our soul to him. I mean, truly, a genuinely, not just, you know, say, oh yes, I'm a believer all these years. Don't count those years. Some are just a Western years. But now let's just make, as I said, you know, we are here today. We are heading tomorrow. So the past is gone. The present is now. It is now we have to say strongly, says, Lord, help me to finish well. Help me to finish well. Knowing you every day. Knowing you every day. God is God beyond our imagination. We cannot know and finish and know. He's always new. He's always mysterious God. Yes. Yeah, he's always, I mean, that's, I mean, that's his nature. He's an amazing God. And he has ways, you know, to call his uh, children uh, to himself. Well, uh, I have a song to sing in Amharic, and then I'll tell you the English, and then we'll close. Uh, everywhere I go, you know, I take my hymn book and pray. Well, I enjoy it, I'm telling you, seriously. Because the Lord speaks to me in, in a big and amazing way through this hymn. Now it says, Oh Lord, cause us to grow in truth. Oh Lord, cause us to grow in truth. Oh Lord, cause us to grow in truth and love. The two things. May our futile pride be left behind. Oh Lord, Cause us to grow in truth and love. That's the cause. They go counting the ages of our Christian life. 
see yourself. How many years you are walking with the Lord? Even how many of you, those years are kind of, you know, <laughs> stumbling and left, stranded, or don't, yeah. How many years count? See, how many, uh, counting the ages of our Christian life, becoming proud of our experience. And by ceasing to love in humility, our growth stop because of our pride. Say, ah, oh, I'm elder for you. I'm a poet. I'm a, you know, a pastor. I'm an evangelist. We just say, okay, it's good. But am I really a student of the world? Am I really following Jesus every day? Yeah. Am I really in the position where God wants me? Am I really walking with them? See this. We are wise in our own views. We strain out the nut without being able to cleanse ourselves. Instead, we see the filth of someone else. Let's see inward. Asking people to see our growth, we're so vainly proud. Thus, we too make you sad. Unknowingly, how many have we heard? Unknowingly. Make us mild and babies, and put pure hearts in us. Grant that we open our eyes and let us walk in your light. By our words and deeds, may, may we be humble and be built up in your love. Let us grow in truth toward Jesus. Why should we decline because of our pride? So the song goes like this. Bahamna tasad kar geta hoy bafkar bakanto matave achre kar bahamna tasad kar geta hoy bafkar bakar stna chinir me Chin, good dad. 
I was really just, you know, freezing to death. <laughs> to be honest with you, always, you know, I see you guys behind with us. As I'm just climbing the mountain, going to the villages, we see you from behind with your prayer support, financial support, a visit support. This young man is a living witness. Right? And Walter knows. Uh, David yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, God is really moving in my way. Despite of our weaknesses, sometimes even our laziness, He is really doing His job. So, we want you to know, I want to say thank you for, for your prayers, financial support, encouragement, and we're just expecting Christ Community Church to really just connect stronger and sending us people to come. But the first thing we ask you is just in your prayers, a genuine prayer. When you pray here for the work there, and then God is going to open a door. Yes, I believe that I have faith. And then when the Lord just gives people to say, help one another, send them by their feet, says, hey, go, teach. Yes, yes, visit, and then come and share. Also, when you come, also you will learn. You will learn from there too. You know, God's kingdom is just like giving and taking. Yeah, sometimes you think like, you know, we are the one who's going to say no. We are also being a student. So there's a lot that you're going to learn from there and then bring. So please be encouraged. God is reading. Now we have started a Bible school in the countryside where our Fikadi uh, was here, you know, some years ago. He's a uh, head guy on that, and then we do some little 
project, Fikre is another guy, where this little project is kind of a springboard you know, for the work we do. It's kind of a, a door opener. You know, uh, one time, I remember we went to a village, and I met, we met two couples, yeah, a husband and a wife. And they were just coming, and they were going that way. And one of them, we greeted him, and I said, you know, hello, hello. Are you the guy you know, who just came and built in a little spring? They said, yes. He said, why don't you come to our village? You see, to get clean water. Mm -hmm. So he said, yes, we will. And six months later, they prayed and sent the word here to head office. And they, we got some money. And we did one spring. I tell you now, we would have two churches in that area. Mm -hmm. yeah. So pray. Make a visit. And as the Lord just blessing you, let it be a dollar. I'm not here even to raise money. Uh, I, I want you to know. Nah, I'm not here to just borrow money. Just to have this relationship, connected well. Because we are a family. You are our families here. Yes, we are your brothers and sisters there. So when you pray, God will just send resources from different places. But as He is leading you, go, give. With understanding. With understanding. Why you give? You have to understand that. That was the reason for the kingdom growth and uh, the benefit of, of his church. So, God bless you abundantly and let he give us you know, more years to enjoy him on this planet Earth. And then, when the time comes, joyfully, we're going to go there and we see. There, you know, we're going to be all of us a choir group there. Yes? Mm -hmm. Well, no more teaching there, just you know, saying hallelujah <laughs> to the Lamb. That's all. God bless you.